You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Electoral Commission will today host a media briefing on the outcome of the first voter registration weekend. The first registration weekend saw various voter, voter registration stations being affected by service delivery protests in some parts of the country. For more on this, we joined on the line by IEC Commissioner Janet Love. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning and good morning to the listeners. Thank you very much. Commissioner, how was the first voter registration weekend and how many more new voters came forward to register to make their mark in next year's general elections? Um, well, we are in the process of putting together all the figures um, in, in um, the sense that we've got figures from the voter management device, which means that people that uh, involve people who went uh, to the uh, various uh, nearly 22,000 voting stations. And, of course, then we had a number of people who interacted with us both online in terms of new registrations and updating details, as well as through our SMS number. Um, and really, I, I, you know, we, from our point of view, we think that the fact that we have these days is to really give an opportunity to people who are maybe not that comfortable with the voter uh, process online or don't want to use their data or who just want to interact with us in person. And we've had in over this these two days uh, nearly 2,800 uh, interactions with ordinary voters right across the country. And we are very pleased that we've been able to offer this service. And we are also very grateful to those who've come forward both in person as well as online and the many South Africans, ordinary South Africans, who helped, who encouraged, who, uh, you know, told people what's happening. Mm. I think it's a really important achievement. We will be releasing, as you said, the more detailed figures, the breakdowns and so on. Yes. Um, and we will also be aggregating what has happened online as well into those figures. That's all great because it's a, a million new voters coming on board. But they, there were some technical glitches. And I want to read you what Gareth Yonkers on our Facebook page says. He says, I was stuck on, uh, on the second and third step of the process of checking if my details were still correct and their address and search button is not working. What do you say to Gareth Yonkers? What I say to Gareth Yonkers is that that's regrettable. It could be for a number of reasons, but we had hoped that by offering Gareth Yonkers the possibility to immediately go onto our WhatsApp chat box and to be able to talk to us in that particular way, he would have been able to um, say, this is my problem, help me out, and people will do that and would have interacted with with him then and will interact going forward. So, you know, we're talking about, um, you've mentioned a million, we're talking about nearly three million people um, who went uh, in person. And in the main all of those people have had an opportunity to do very important things. Mm-hmm. That there are um, difficulties for people. Some of them could be systems, but some of them, as Gareth, I'm sure, knows, as you know, are also network challenges. 
And those are things that we have put in place, um, additional mechanisms to help people so that there isn't the frustration. Um, this is not, and, and really I do want to say this, this is not a, a, you know, a process of, of um, uh, looking somewhere outside of ourselves. It's a process that we're all trying to do the best that we can so that we own this democracy and that we make sure that when we have an election next year, people can feel that their number um, of the, the, the number that they are in different communities has really made a difference, has, has counted. Commissioner, we're losing you a bit, if you can just speak closer to the phone. So it seems like you've managed to resolve some of the technical difficulties that people had and the pending messages and so forth. But do you anticipate perhaps, because you mentioned the figure now of 3 million, where we have 1 million. Break down that figure for us briefly, and do you anticipate perhaps a higher voter turnout in next year's election? We are certainly hoping so. So what I was saying, and I'll give you the exact figure, we had 2,787,399 interactions on our voter management device. Mm -hmm. That means 2.7 plus million people went to our voting station. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, we had... Many people I don't yet have the final figures who interacted, additional people who interacted with us online. The figure of a million, um, uh, we yesterday, um, uh, sorry, on Saturday, the first day of voting, we did release some figures, and those figures were just over a million. It might be those that you are thinking about, but yesterday people again turned out in their numbers. So the second day, we saw even more response than the first day of voter registration. Uh, we still want to quiz you on the employment, but let's leave it for now, Commissioner. I thank you so much for coming on board. We'll wait for the outcome of the media briefing. That was the IEC Commissioner, uh, Janet Love. For more on this, we joined on the line by Professor Dev Kotzer, who is the Professor of Political Science at UNISA. Professor, very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning. Thank you very much. Now, the IEC surpassed the target of the registered 1 million people for the upcoming 2024 general elections. You heard the numbers that the commissioner just mentioned there, over 2.7 that visited the stations. Uh, what does this say about people's faith in the upcoming elections or, or the electoral system for that matter, Professor? We can't really come to an absolute conclusion about this um, because this is the first step of registration. Uh, there's no proof yet that all of them are going to vote. Uh, we've seen in past elections that that was indeed the case, that, for example, after registered voters in 2021 uh, uh, or in 2019, uh, only 66% of them went to vote in the end. So this is a very positive step. This, the step of registrations, because that was there was lots of concerns about it in the past. Now that the number of registered eligible voters mm. has gone down, and that that was really a, a very negative trend um, in our society. So that is positive. Um, yeah. But there's the a, next step there, is, there, is now for the political parties and other to motivate these newly registered voters to indeed go and vote also. Yes, but there's also a negative because the first voter registration weekend was marred by service delivery protests in some parts of the country. Well, that's South Africa. 
Um, and this is, I think, uh, one can't expect a completely sort of paradise-like type of situation. The polit politics in South Africa is very contested. And for some uh, people, this registration is, is seen as part of the, of the problem for them. Um, and therefore, uh, together with the, the governments that are the service providers, of 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 day-to-day -day services, so there's certainly that is, or as in most instances in the past, that was part of the uh, the, the dynamics of a weekend like this. So I, I don't think this is a sign of something new, of a new trend, of something that we must be absolutely concerned about. This is part of the the politics of of elections that we have seen. And I'll see and, and we'll see, uh, see uh, in, the, in the future again. Next year's election will also accommodate independent candidates, with many analysts arguing that this will have a direct bearing on the IEC's ability to manage the elections. Very briefly, Professor, in less than 30 seconds, is a free and fair election perhaps possible given the change in the electoral system? Yes, it is possible. Uh, it still depends on the on the judgment by the constitutional court on, for example, the number of independent uh, uh, candidates or the um, independent positions out of the 400. How many of them will be, will, will be there in the end at the moment? It's 200. But I think the, uh, it is going to be a major test for them, um, and it will depend on how many independent candidates ultimately will stand for the, the positions that's available. But it is certainly, I would say, a very important step forward in terms of responding to the, the concerns and the demands from the public in general that they want to see a different electoral system. Yes, I really wish I had some more time, Professor, but unfortunately that's where we got to leave it. Professor Dirk Kotzer, he's the Professor Political Science at UNISA. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.